O Lord, stir up in us the flame of that love which burned in the heart of your Son as he bore his passion, and let it burn in us to eternal life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Out of the depths have I called to you, O Lord, opens Psalm 130. After yesterday, where else could we be? We gather in a darkened and stripped church for the barest liturgy in the entire prayer book. There is no creed, no extended prayers, no Eucharist. It barely takes up half a page in the prayer book. And this is not because the composers of the prayer book were out of ideas or lazy, but rather because we are in the depths. And what is there to say after the bitter betrayal, the painful crucifixion, the horrendous murder that we witnessed yesterday? The Psalms have been our guide this holy week, and the 130th Psalm is fitting for this morning. From the depths, the psalmist calls for God to hear his voice. There's an ancient tradition that Jesus is the author of the psalms. Not that Jesus of Nazareth literally wrote them down, but rather that the wisdom of God, which would become incarnate in Jesus, is the true inspiration behind all the psalms. If you want the fancy word for this to impress people, it is prospological interpretation. As St. Luke records, the risen Jesus appears to two people on the road to Emmaus and interprets to them all the things about himself in all the scriptures. No, Jesus of Nazareth did not put ink to parchment and compose the Psalms. But this Psalm, is no less about Holy Saturday. And so we begin in the depths, wherever exactly that is. The depths in the Hebrew mind is the place of death. We might call it Sheol, or Hades, or the underworld, or the valley of the shadow of death, or hell. But the ideas are all the same. It is a place of despair. Sometimes the dead there are referred to as shades, mere shadows of what once was. The depths also remind us of ocean depths. The seas were a symbol of chaos to the Hebrew people, a place of uncertainty and godlessness. From this place of oblivion, we hear the cry of the Messiah who has been killed. It is a cry of hope and unimagined possibility. The depths had always been seen as a destination, never a place of departure. Journeys end in the depths, never arising from them. But Jesus has said that unless the seed is buried in the depths, no life can come from it. And so he is buried into the depths descended into hell. And from there, as we heard in the seventh verse, with him there is plenteous redemption 
and he shall redeem Israel from all their sins. There is hope that something will come out of the depths. And that hope is the Messiah's voice that comes from the depths of death. As we have seen throughout his incarnation, ministry, and passion, Jesus is the love of God incarnate. And from the depths, it is this voice of love that calls. And this is what gives us hope and confidence that the depths are not an eternal night, but that like the watchmen, we know that morning is coming. With the Lord, there is mercy. And we wait on Holy Saturday for love's redeeming work to be done. Traditionally, this is known as the harrowing of hell. Now, a harrow is a farming tool. It has a handle, a heavy frame, and it holds a set of teeth that is raked over hard soil to break it up, to remove weeds and cover over the seeds. As a verb, we still use that. We speak of harrowing experiences, experiences that are disturbing and disruptive. And this is what Jesus is doing on Holy Saturday. Literally, he is raising hell, bringing the first fruits of resurrection to the depths. He is disrupting chaos and disturbing death. And this is why if you look at a traditional icon of the resurrection, Jesus is depicted pulling two figures up out of their graves. The figures are Adam and Eve. He is raising all of humanity from the depths. But in order for Jesus to do that on Easter morning, he first has to go all the way down on Holy Saturday. Most churches ignore Holy Saturday, and without any sense of condemnation in my voice, that is unfortunate. It is unfortunate because it misses out on the glory that we will see when the light of Easter dawns. When we have been to the depths into which Jesus goes, his rising from the depths of hell is all the more majestic, all the more powerful, all the more beautiful, all the more awesome. So thank you for being here with me to accompany me as we mark this sacred time called Holy Saturday. One translation of Psalm 130 opens with, the bottom has fallen out. We've all felt that way at times. What Holy Saturday assures us of is that there is no bottom that God does not know, no depth to which Jesus has not gone. In Christ, God has been to the very pit of hell, to the depths of oblivion, to the edge of despair. And there he harrowed it, breaking it up and planting the seeds of resurrection life with his very own body and blood. No matter our situation, we know that Jesus has been that low and that he raises us up with him. When we come back in just a little bit to gather for the great vigil of Easter, we will do so all the more prepared to rejoice in his victory for we have heard his call of love coming out of the depths. Amen.